Hey friends, welcome to episode 72 of the Badass Midlife Podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that happens to me almost every day, and I talk to other women, my sister, about it, and it's just this planned anxiety or worry. We wake up and we're like, if we're actually feeling pretty good, we're like, wait a minute, that feeling, that burning pit in my stomach, it isn't really fully there yet. What is it I'm supposed to be worried about or anxious about today? Is it money? Is it my kids? Is it my job? Like, what is it? And we're so conditioned to do it, it's just literally part of our daily plan. And I wanted to go over today kind of why that happens and some things that you can do to keep you from falling into the trap. Hey friends, welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. This is the place where we talk about midlife hangups, what to let go of, what to hang on to, and how to move on and actually do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Happy Tuesday, gearing up for another super duper hot week here in the Illinois, Chicagoland area. Wow, it's going to be 100 tomorrow, uh, which in the Midwest always feels like a thousand, I think. It's super hot, um, and I'm not looking forward to this. It's what I like the least, uh, but you know what? We will get through it. We actually had a really nice Sunday yesterday kind of in the 70s or 80s and then boom like things just change just like that around here and I just don't get it sometimes but anyway today we're going to talk about this idea that we wake up with worry and anxiety that we're planning to have a situation we're planning for things to go off the rails we're planning that things are probably not gonna work out you know and I don't know if you've ever felt something that you're so concerned about at night that you just can't fall asleep because you just are like oh all these scenarios are gonna play out it's not that you're just worried about the actual thing you're playing out the scenarios and the reality is none of us know what the future is gonna be and just making the story in our mind is really a normal thing but when you continue to do this and have this fear and worry around bad things or just things that aren't going to go the way you expected all the time you know it can really lead to a bad anxious feeling in your life pretty much always and it also leads to things you know, situations where you're not trying to go do something fun or allow yourself to be free and open to meditate and exercise and all that because you just are so overloaded with this thought and this worry and anxiety. One of my daughters is really, um, I'm going to say really good at this because she can make a story out of the smallest thing and then just get herself all up in a lather about it and be so sure of how it's going to play out. And it's, I don't think it's so unusual with girls, but also, you know, the age that she is um, and just kind of her personality type. She's a worrier. She's like my mom. Everything is like, oh my God, uh, this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. And it's just like this snowball effect. So the, the worries, the, those things are normal. That's something that we all kind of do. Um, but if they start to impact your day-to-day life and it keeps you from doing things, like I said, like this is not a way to live. And I realized you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree here. I wake up and I am always like 
kind of scanning through my library and my brain of just like, wait, who's got what going on? What's happening? What am I worried about? You know, finances, bills, the kids, you know, some relationship, whatever it is, it's just kind of what we do. And it's just our silly, primitive brain just really wanting to just keep us safe and being like, okay, what do I need to prepare for? I mean, it is how we're wired. We're wired to keep ourselves safe. And so it is really kind of the way things are to wake up and think about what are you gonna worry about today? What isn't okay is that when it's so consuming that it keeps you from doing the thing, you know? So the feeling of that, it can kind of manifest in a couple different ways. Like you might notice that you're not able to concentrate really well. You know, you'll you'll feel like, wait, what was I doing just now? That's because your brain is occupied with this gigantic story and this really ominous worry about something that hasn't even happened most of the time. Maybe you're going to have trouble with your emotions. Maybe you're moody. Um, maybe you're just numb, you know, and you just feel like, I just don't feel like I can access any happiness, any joy right now. Maybe you are not interested in the stuff that you used to be interested in, your usual hobbies. Maybe you just can't even bring yourself to like start a new book because you're so consumed in looking up on the internet. Like, what is, what can I do about this? How can I keep this from happening? These are all signs that, you know, you're just worrying about something to a point that it is impacting your life. And this actually has a name. It's really weird. I didn't know this was a thing. It's called anticipatory anxiety. And it's just you spending a lot of time, and me, and all of us, imagining worst case scenarios of everything. So if you if your kid's out and they're in high school and you're just worried, you're just sure that something's going to play out in your mind. I mean, it's terrible. We've all done that kind of thing where we've just worried and just really worked ourselves up. Um, to a point where we're just nothing else can happen, right? You're literally emotionally paralyzed and sometimes just feeling like you even can't move. But even in a relationship, let's say you, you know, where you, sorry, whether it's like your partner or a friend, you know, somebody says some, something or doesn't say something and you're like, oh my God, I feel like something's wrong. Like, why did they just like blow me off right there? Why didn't they answer? you really just don't even accept that maybe they're just in their own thoughts. You just can't even believe that it has nothing to do with you. And so then you start thinking, what did I do? Like, why would he or she not say hi? Or why why was that answer sh so short? And it kind of makes you feel terrible. Maybe you even start to have trouble, you know, eating or just, like I said, interacting. And so this anticipatory anxiety feeling of just thinking ahead into the things that are going to happen or being so sure this is something that i think a lot of young people do they're just so sure they know how it's going to play out and i'm guilty of it too you know you're nervous about a social setting um or you're i don't know nervous about something new that you're going to do or uh, something that's going to happen at work. You're just, you're anticipating how it's going to go down and it kind of gets you all whipped up and you play it out. You play out all the scenarios. 
something I tell my daughter, the one that has this issue so much, is play out all the scenarios, you know? And I think we talked about it on a previous show. Just play out all the scenarios and just get them all out so that you're like, okay, well, here are all of the things that could happen. And then here's all of the ways that I'm going to react to each thing. If this is what you do, if you have this type of preemptive anxiety, that's one really, really good way to just prepare yourself for it. But ideally, the whole point is to just not get there. That The point is to recognize that that is what you're doing. You're literally searching for something to worry about that hasn't really even played out. Now, we can worry about our kids, um, whether they're lonely or whether they're in the right job or whether, um, you know, life is going to kind of play out the way that they want or we want. We can worry about all that stuff. It's when it just takes over our own day, right? Because we're whipping it up into something way bigger than it needs to be. And sometimes, especially in the case of kids, we feel like it's our job to do that. It's our job to make sure that we're anticipating all of the things that could possibly happen. And really, it's not. And if you have a kid or a friend that is making you feel like it is your job to anticipate what can go wrong and they're just coasting through life knowing that you're going to be there like as their safety net being like whoa 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 what are you doing that isn't a good thing now if they're younger kids that's one thing but if it's you know a grown-ass kid or friend or whatever and you just feel like not only are they always just you know, in the dumps, but they also don't really actively pursue a thing. And then it's on you and they bring it to you like, I don't know what to do about this. But then when you say a few things are just not in it, right? They're not trying to do it. That's not yours. And the thing is, we hang on to that stuff way longer than we should. And sometimes we shouldn't even hang on to it. That isn't even ours. So one way I'm going to go over a few ways of just how to cope with this anxious feeling, kind of this preemptive anxiety that we are just like worrying uh, in advance, you know, and hopefully when you take these actions, it'll just kind of start to break the cycle. The first and most important thing is to take care of what you need physically. So the mind and body connection, we all know this is a thing. And the way you feel physically definitely has an impact on your emotional well-being. How easy it is for you to just get anxious. So if you lower the temperature, right? If you, at the end of the day, like say you've had an anxious day, if you can lower the temperature before you go to bed, in other words, read something that's calming, go for a walk, get Um, have a nice meal, get plenty of water, you know, a little bit of exercise. All these things play a really important role in just managing the next morning's anxiety. But if you go to bed and you're like way all amped up at this other uh, level, you're going to wake up already and that's your baseline and you don't have a prayer, sister. Uh, You don't. Like you have to take care of yourself physically. So, It is difficult, you know, if you're having anxiety to get sleep, but that's why the whole relaxation, having a really good nighttime routine can really help you. And whether that's with prayer or meditation, 
a hot bath or shower, um, reading, you know, a little bit of stretching, all of those things can actually help not only have it just get to the back of your mind or maybe just dissipate completely, but it'll also just relax you physically and soothe you. So cut back on things that are going to make it worse, like more anxious conversations late in the evening. You know, Don't talk to the source of your anxiety in bed while you're trying to fall asleep. Um, reduce caffeine, you know, don't, don't be one of those people that just is like, ah, yeah, it doesn't affect, it does, it affects you. You, even if you fall asleep, you're not in that really, really good restful sleep. The next thing is look at how you are speaking to yourself because the way that you are handling that conversation, um, about this anxious thought or these worries, it really matters. And like I said, it is normal to worry that things are going to happen. But when they start to just overcome your just daily life and ability to really live a normal, relaxed, peaceful life, that is you spending way too much time thinking about it. And so when you start to feel it coming and that that pit in your stomach and it's kind of bubbling and you're like, oh, here it comes. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to worry about that kid. Just ask yourself, is this even a real worry? Is there something that is proven right now to me that this is something I need to worry about today? And you may be bringing some baggage over from last week, last month, five years, 10 years ago, but is this something that you need to do today? And if your answer is really no, which It's going to be because a lot of times we don't have any evidence of how something is actually going to go. Even if it went that way before, that doesn't mean it's going to go that way again. And furthermore, you come to the situation a little bit more equipped than the previous time, right? Because you can halfway kind of expect, I mean, that's possible, but it's not for sure. And so it's that conversation that you have with yourself of, Is this actually going to be real today? Am I 100% sure that this is a thing that's going to happen to this person now, next week, two years from now? We have no idea. So also don't be so hard on yourself about this constant worry too because this is a thing. I'm super hard on myself for just always being like, why am I always obsessed about what these kids are doing? Like, we don't want to do it. But again, it is something that's common. It's normal. The whole thing is, though, just to be very realistic and really do everything you can in your power to drop it down a few notches because you can't let the snowball just continue to roll. So that's why I said, like, go to bed, get rest, lower the whole temperature of your previous day before you start the next one. And then check how you're talking to yourself about this. Like, what are you actually saying? And is it actually true? Is there an actual certain through line that from right now to the thing you're imagining that that makes it a fact? Of course it doesn't. 99% of the time it doesn't. It's you making the story. It's me making the story. Why do we love to do that? Well, like I said, we're trying to prepare. You know, we, it's our, it's in our brain to worry. So we're like, give me all of the scenarios. Let me dump them out right in front of me. Let me put my arms around them. And let me just make sure that any one of these things that happens today, I got it. 
that's how we feel. That's just not a way to live. Better to just zoom out and be like, okay, so none of these things are for sure today, right now. So let me just scoot all these things over, take a breath. What am I going to do to take care of myself today? And just start doing that. And one of the other ways to sort of like get this under control is talk about it with someone. Just say, I don't know what it is, but like right now I'm worried about my friend Susie. And I'm just thinking that just the way I've seen things play out lately, that something might be wrong, but I just don't know. She's just not talking. Talk about it with another friend. Help them work that through with you and talk through like what you're seeing and then you're going to see you're going to end up in the same place but how do i know that am i just creating a story about that if you actually can do this with someone really close to you remind the people that are closest to you in your life that this is what you do because it may be what they do too and so when you guys go to each other with it you can actually be like wait this isn't this isn't real i got this vibe but maybe it's not real at all and you can help each other take a little bit of a closer look at the situation and is there any other uh, information that can go into what you're feeling do you have other reasons to support this big worry and concern that you have or was it just that one interaction that literally could have been anything distracting or um, just impacting how Susie felt that day. What It could have been so many things. It could have been a stomachache in that moment. It could have been that she was lost in her thoughts about something. Has nothing to do necessarily with an overall big problem, but maybe just in that moment. Maybe she forgot where she parked her car and she's like, wait, which way did I come? It's, it's oftentimes so much less than what we think and it can be so much less than what we think and i bet that it's almost always because we have wonderful imaginations you know wonderful imaginations and we can just make it into the, just this very gigantic tragic uh, emotional story but we don't need to do that so so definitely find someone that you can start to talk to about your stories and what you do so that you guys can share and and exchange those feelings and help you get to the other side and realize that, oh, you know what, maybe this isn't actually a thing. So I'm not gonna really worry about it because I don't really have a ton of evidence to support it. Another thing you might do is just to kind of ground yourself. Um, so when you just try to stay in exactly the moment that you are in, let's say this is really something you're worrying about for you. You can do little things that can snap you out of it. Like literally, you know, they talk about the snapping the rubber band against your wrist. You know, grab a piece of ice, stroke, you know, something really, really soft to pet or something. A lot of times this grounding and meditation and breathing, those things like that, when you can have a technique like that that can ground you you can do those things anywhere and anytime and it can like help snap you out of having something go too far and it needs to bring you back to reality and so that's why sometimes i struggle with meditation and i was talking about this yesterday how you know 
I get frustrated because I my brain just goes other places when I'm trying to meditate and I'm like, damn it, I'm trying to meditate. But the point is that's part of it. And you have to bring yourself back. There needs to be something that brings you back. And if it's the breath, it's the breath. If it's the way the skin on the top of your hand feels and just rub that and get yourself back to normal and out of those crazy stirring thoughts because that's not what that part is for. But whatever the grounding strategy is, whether it is breathing, whether it's a repetitive behavior, whether it's getting a cup of tea and holding it in your hands and just sitting quietly and just getting you back to your actual self, you can do that. You can do that and it'll actually get you off of this like tilt-a-whirl of emotions that you're on because you're just kind of like a loose cannon. Like there's nothing that's going to bring you back. Only you can bring you back. And that's why it's important to ask yourself, wait, is this even real before I go too far? You know, is this real? Is this, am I for sure this is going to happen? That's why you need to do that because you don't know for sure. And so it's super important to just always kind of check yourself, right? Soothe yourself, check yourself. Bring yourself back to something calm and remind yourself that this isn't necessarily what's actually going to happen. And then finally, you know, sometimes you need to talk to a life coach or a therapist. Like a lot of times if you have chronic anxiety, like if you're just a person that does actually feel because of the quality of your life and the way your life is that you're just always anxious a therapist or a life coach can really really help you to find the sources of the exact stress in your life and they can kind of help you work through it you know they can also maybe come up with different methods for you specifically knowing the type of coping mechanisms that you currently have you know, all of us have different things that work. For me, I the rubber band thing would never work for me. But if I can associate a cup of really delicious tea and having my hands around it and just sitting quietly with calm and with recentering, then I can do that every single time and breathe and just start going through my brain and just being like, that's not real, that's a worry. Of course you're worried, You're. it's okay to worry, but it isn't okay to have it consume your day and your life. That's the thing about it, and especially as we get to a certain age, like, you know, we have a life to live, and this can't be what it looks like every single day that it's so overrun with worry And when you have kids, especially, no matter what their age are, it's like they're always right there, you know? But the conversations still need to be had with yourself and sometimes even with them to kind of like lay out what it is that you're worried about. I know that a lot of times I'll be worried about something and I'll decide that I'm going to go ahead and open up my mouth and share it with one of my kids. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, that is not at all what's going on. You know, how many times have you been wrong or been worried for literally no reason? You know, there just hasn't been a reason to worry about it. And there you are just putting it at the top of your brain and the top of your everyday really thinking that there's all this and they're there living their lives. Just being happy campers. That's what I hope is happening for you guys. And it happens enough to me where I think, man, I am wasting a lot of time 
Because you know what they're not doing? They're not wasting their time worrying that much, if at all, about what you got going on. And granted, I understand that's the role of the parent. I get that. But they're adults. You know, if you're at this point, they're either close to adults or they are adults. And, you know, we don't need to be doing all that. So finally, too, like if you're if this is clinical and you feel like, oh, I don't this is this is not none of this is going to help. I might need to get some medication. I might need. OK, that's something too. like definitely if that is a thing that you need, talk to a doctor. Hey, man, I've been there. Um, and, and sometimes whatever, a beta block or some sort of medic medication that can kind of help kind of slow those thoughts down and just kind of keep you a little more leveled out. And sometimes it's temporary, you know, you can just be going through a thing that was stirred up by something that really was kind of a big deal, but then eventually that's going to dissipate, but you might need some help right, you know, in the interim. So Honestly, it all boils down to we don't like not knowing what's going to happen. We don't like not being able to predict um, how well our relationships are going to be, our kids' relationships, their lives, their jobs, their success, their health, their happiness. We don't we don't even know that about ourselves. Are we going to be financially okay? Like there's so much going on. You know, are you going to be okay financially as you get older and, and, you know, and this world is such a crazy place right now, but we are always in a state of uncertainty. We only know for sure what is happening right this minute. And so what we don't know is, of course, anxiety inducing. And it's because, of course, like I said, like we're trying to stay safe and we're trying to protect ourselves, not just from harm, but like from bad things you know, that could potentially happen. So not the obvious all the time, but what could potentially happen? Like, what are all the scenarios? Like, we, like I said, you know, we're, we're trying to plan it all, but we don't, we don't really know. So why waste the time right now? Keep yourself well and healthy and prepared for it so that, and by prepared, I just mean be in a good state of mind, be healthy, be calm, be open but don't be going into every day just a ball of anxiety so that when someone actually does come to you for something, you're already locked and loaded and you've got all of the ammo like in the chamber, like ready to fire it out. And they're like, holy cow, like, I'm so sorry that I even brought this to you because you already have too much about me in your mind right now. And we're not even starting at baseline. And that's it's really a fair statement. I get that one a lot where I've got myself worked up and then, you know, someone opens up and they're like, wait, hold on, where did that come from? Like, I'm not talking about that at all. So the whole cleansing, starting with the clean slate, taking care of yourself, lowering your baseline of anxiety so that you wake up in the day and you know that you're prepared. And whatever, the only thing you can control is like what's going to happen right now, today. And you don't know the rest of it. So don't be worrying about shit you don't know. Like just live your life. This is my big plea to women in midlife because I am not that great at this, right? I'm not that great at it either. I am a worrier. I don't often get in the moments in my life. I'm spending them worrying. And I encourage you, and maybe we can take this little journey hand in hand, skipping along the sidewalk, and just try to do a better job of not being such worriers, but living our lives and having some fun. All right. Well, I hope that is 
uh, helpful to you. And it's really all I have for you today on this topic. But I look forward to talking to you again on the next episode of the Badass Midlife Podcast. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Friends, if you enjoyed the Badass Midlife Podcast, let me know if you have a person or a topic that you would like us to cover in the show. I'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment and a five-star review and subscribe so you get every episode as it drops. I'd love to hear from you.